Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Photographic Memories, where we discuss the untold stories behind the images that I restore. Thanks for joining us today. I have my very good friend of what, like seven years now, I think, maybe I, longer. <laughs> I was wondering actually that this morning. I was like, how long has it been? It's been quite a bit. Close to a decade. Anyways, but this Probably is for sure seven. Yeah. Yeah, at yeah. least. <clears throat> um, but this is Ceci Hollebeck, but also Ceci Ayala. A lot of people know you from your before you were a married name. Yes. Um, so you do newborn photography. I'm going to let you introduce yourself a little bit, kind of tell people if they don't know you, like what you do um, yes. and how long you've been in Waco, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I've been in Waco since I was uh, 16, so quite a bit. <laughs> um, and I just got stuck here, so <laughs> I like it. Uh, and then I opened my business in 2010 uh, doing photography. Um, and I originally started doing um, like little leagues and stuff like that. And then got into weddings for a little bit. And in then there, on both of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. And then finally ended up with doing uh, children photography and which includes baby and families as well. Yes. Yeah. You have a cool story about how you decided to do baby photography. Yes. Though. So share that. So with um, I was working actually at the hospital photographing babies uh, mm -hmm. for two years and it got... I don't know. I got really burned out because it was more about the sale than uh, taking the pictures yeah. and everything. And so I decided to quit and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do weddings. Um, <clears throat> but I, do, I just, I don't know, I will get really tired. And oh, it's exhausting. So, yeah. yeah. And so I was praying one day and I was just like, like, show me a sign, God. <laughs> um, and I was watching TV and there was this commercial that was like, call 1-800-LAW-FIRM or something. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I wonder what my phone number spells. And I've had this phone number since high school. Um, and so it was 548-BABY. And so I was like, what of the chances yeah. that it had baby in it? And it, and so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on babies and on kids and uh, just let go of the wedding. It was stressing me out so much anyway. Yeah, so. I, I don't, I don't yeah. miss it one bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kept getting roped into them. I was like, this is the last one. And no. then I'd always get roped yes, into one and same. Like, never again. Oh Same. Gosh. I think I missed the first kiss like three times. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's your again. sign right yeah. there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Your sign for not this. Yeah. You told me that story and I was like, oh, I wonder what my phone number makes and nothing. It's like, it doesn't. Nothing. No, nothing. It's usually like, something though. No, it was uh, like, um, 
I don't even remember. It may have made some weird word, four-letter word or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not. It usually has to make something in there. Yeah. But um, yeah, sometimes it really rare it doesn't. So anyone listening, if you're wondering what your phone number <laughs> spell, just Google, what does my phone number spell? You type your number and then it gives you different choices that you can choose from. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so the reason you and I met was through photography mm-hmm. um, because originally I kind of had the same path as you. I'd gone through... Um, well, I did like school photography, like school portrait day. And then I had gone into, um, you know, weddings because that just seems to be the most everybody popular. Gets thrown, yeah. 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 Everybody gets thrown into it. And when you're starting out, you're like, oh, 500 bucks for a wedding. And it's so not worth it. And, yeah. Uh, um, so I was doing that. I was just not loving it. Um, I was working at a job. Actually, I'd gotten a full time job as a supervisor at a data entry company, which for a creative person is just not great. <laughs> you yeah. know, I spent half my day just daydreaming of what I would rather be doing. Yeah. Um, and went through a divorce and um, I was just kind of like, okay, what do I want to do with my life? And I'd gone to Texas School of Photography, um, which is a like, it's not a school per se. It's just like that boot camp. I mean, you've been there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a boot camp and usually like in Addison, Texas, yes. like once a year at the end of it's April. And always in Addison, a whole week of intense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> intense really, classes. Yeah. If anybody's interested in uh, photography, it's a really good place to start because it's mm-hmm. for all levels. But I went there and I joined a class that did um, sports photography. Oh, really? I had originally signed up for a newborn class, mm-hmm. um, but this was during my divorce transition time. And, um, my then husband was like, there's not a market for newborns. And I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> I mean, as you know, you've done very well with it. Yeah. And, uh, I kind of let him get in my head and I changed it at the last minute, which is mm-hmm. funny because we may have would have ended up in the same class or something. I wonder. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, so I took that class and I was like, okay, I'm going to do youth sports leagues, which I ended up having to travel a lot for it. And as a single mom, it just didn't really Mm -hmm. fit. And it's also exhausting. Yeah, it is. Hauling all of that equipment. And it just took all of the fun out of photography because it was just, you know, it was like click, go, click, go. You know, there was no artsiness to it really. Um, And I like spending time with my clients and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with photo restorations, that's my favorite part about what I get to do is talking to my clients. Um, But anyways, I had collected and made a bunch of like newborn props and, you know, like headbands and, you know, I'm a creative person and I had this big collection and I was like, okay, I got to do something with all this because it's just in my way. Yeah. And so I was Googling newborn photographers and I knew of you because I'd kind of researched like, who's my competition? You know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is the girl I got to beat. <laughs> and, um, but whenever I shifted gears, I was like, you know, I'm not doing anything with this. Let me just contact her, see if she wants it. And I contacted you and you're like, oh, sure. What's the catch? <laughs> I was like, yeah. like, how much? I was like, oh, for free. And you're like, Really? And I was like, I know. Was yeah, very I suspicious. really just want it out of my way. Like, <laughs> please just get it out of my house. And so you're like, I mean, I guess so. You can like drop it off. And I showed up and you were in the middle of a session. So I didn't really get to talk to you, but oh, I kind of put stuff okay. in your front, like your little sales yeah. area that you had. Um, I just dropped stuff off and you messaged me and we're like, oh, thank you. And I mean, you still have some of that stuff too. It's pretty cool. Like in your studio. I remember nothing of this. <laughs> I, <laughs> really? I oh really my gosh, don't. our origin story. You don't even remember it. Oh no. Well, I remember <laughs> when you came by and dropped stuff. Like I remember kind of 
but it was very short. Like mm-hmm. I remember seeing you. Yeah, and it was you very dropping brief. stuff, and then you left. You were busy and, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's probably what happened. And I thought it was kind of weird because, like, like what's the catch? You know, like yeah. nobody is just usually nice for no reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I just wanted it gone, and I was like, I was tired of looking at it. It was kind of depressing, honestly. I was like, it's kind of like a dream I did have, but like I don't want to do it anymore. And. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I uh, I think you had reached out to me to thank me, and I was like, oh, actually, you know, like, um, do you happen to be hiring? Because I was kind of in the in-between of, like, leaving my then-job and trying to, like, do full-time photography, and I was like, do you have any side work or anything? And you were like, actually, my assistant just left, and so I started helping you with hmm. assisting, and so our friendship yeah. just kind of from there um anyways that's how we started <laughs> i know it's been quite a while yeah. it yep. actually might have been like eight years because think i'm so. thinking like four five six seven eight probably eight or nine years yeah so, i feel yeah. like i've been saying seven years for a while now yeah, <laughs> so probably. yeah. i know when you get started that's why i started saying i started my business in 2010 because otherwise i have to count every year i was like wait how many years is now yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got burned out on the sports stuff and I just decided, you know, I want the, you know, that question that people ask or like, if you could do any job in the world and all jobs paid the same or money was no object, what would you do? And my answer to myself was always, I would do photo restorations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just decided one night I set up my Facebook, my Instagram, my Google, uh, listing. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. You know, I was just at this crossroads in life that I didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, I was too scared, I guess. I knew what I wanted to do, but it was just scary. Um, But as soon as I did it, I started getting calls like that next day. And I was like, okay, maybe there's something to this. Maybe people are looking for these types of services. Because, of course, when you start any business, you do a Google search and you're like, do I have any competition? And there was just nothing. I mean, there were some photographers that came up that maybe – had it listed as like a side service or something on their website. But most people, you included, don't love doing restorations, yeah, right? Yeah, no, it's so much work. Yeah, it, yeah, it's tedious. And, um, you know, I think it just takes the right kind of person with the hyper-focused mentality that I can, you know, really just sit there and Yeah, and such a on. need for it. But, you know, it's not maybe as well known sometimes. Mm-hmm. People are like, what is that? You know, and yeah. and I feel like it is more well known with people that have pictures from, you know, their families or stuff like that. And then they find out that it got, you know, hurt or something mm-hmm. and then they need to fix it. So, but nowadays it's like, if I ask my kid what that is, he will probably just look at me like, what? Like what? what is that? <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah. I know. He even asked me the other day, what's a digital? And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My kids asked me one day, they were like, mom, what's a, what's a VHS? And I was just like, I am officially old. <laughs> I, um, but, uh, that we could get started with how you should follow your your dreams yeah. <laughs> you know because um sometimes you start doing a job and you start doing it because of the money mm-hmm. but you kind of forget your happiness you know it's like we, when we were mentioning like oh I did a desk job for this many years and there was no windows and I just hated my you know it's like mm-hmm. it, it's Life is so short. Exactly. And if you're not loving what you're doing, like 
try to do something else. And it's so scary, though. It's so scary to start a new job. And it's so scary to quit something and start something else new. But then it just feels so rewarding when you look back at that time and you're like, oh, my gosh, look how far I've come. Yeah. You know? And if you don't, that's OK. Like, it's OK to start something else again. And if that doesn't work out, it's OK to start something else yeah, again. Like, there's yourself. no rules about, yeah. oh, this was my calling and it's not working out. What am I going to do with my life? Like, it's okay. Like, think about something else. Like, there's not just like one path to happiness. There's different ways that you could do. Yeah, and you go through seasons else. in life, and you might like something for a yes, while. Yes, we and change then, our mind. Yeah, yes, exactly. And it's okay. I tell my kids, like, you know, you're because they just got a job, and I'm like, yeah. don't think of it as a like forever job. You know, I know he's right now just it's like a almost like a training thing. Um, ah, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. I barely remember to put mine on silent. <laughs> You're fine. You're okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like a it's a training job, you know. It's like, and then and then one day you grow up and you're like, oh, I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Try something else. Yeah, and it's particularly scary, like in my case, because it's such a untapped market, really. Yeah. Um, there's so few people that do what I do. Um, so it was like, okay, I'm just having to create my own path and be like. And find out what works, you know, and yeah. luckily I have a, uh, that data entry job as much as I hated it, it did teach me how to generate my own leads. And so I've done a lot of that on my own. Um, you know, I know graphic design, there's just a lot of like all the different jobs that I've had kind of led up to me having the skill set that I needed to be my own boss. Um, but one thing that I remember specifically that always sticks out in my mind is whenever I looked you up originally and I went to your website. Um, you had a video at the time. I think it was on like your homepage maybe. Mm. And it was you talking about why you got into photography. Mm, yeah. And we had a very similar story. And I think this was a big part of why I just felt inclined to just like give you the stuff. Because I was like, I just feel connected to her in some way. Yeah. Um, because you were talking about how you had lost your dad um, when you were very young. So you never got to know your dad. Mm -hmm. And I have the same story, but with my mom, um, my mom died of cancer when I was a year and a half old. So I never got to know her. And so when all you have are pictures, especially of somebody in as, as important as a parent, yeah. um, it, it really impacts you and it makes you look at photographs differently mm -hmm. and you realize just how valuable they are. So you and I learned at a very, very young age that photography was so important. I mean, if we'd have been born a hundred years earlier, you know, we wouldn't have had even those pictures. Yeah, no, that yeah. is so true. It was more rare for sure to take yeah. pictures. And and I only have two prints of him. Right. Like that's all I have. You know, and it was one of when they got married and the other one him at the hospital and he's like hooked up to yeah, stuff. Yeah, he was like, had the, Yeah. The and thing. so it's yeah. like that that was it, you know, and, and I assure you he he did not think Oh, this picture, my daughter one day is going to look at it and mm -hmm. know what I look like. Like, we don't think about that when we take pictures. And right. especially we, we don't think about the future of that particular moment. You know, we think nowadays that, oh, you take pictures and you post it online and and that's it. And then it almost disappears out yeah. of life. You know? Yeah, I mean, because it's become quantity over quality yeah. a lot of times and sometimes it's great you know we can keep up with our families I love yeah. seeing those memories on social media pop up and I'm like oh my gosh look at how much my kids have grown and um 
I admit I use it kind of as like a cloud type thing, yeah. which um, don't do that. Back up your photos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Because like if you yeah. lose your account and then all yeah. those pictures I mean, who are knows? gone. Yeah. You know, what's going to happen with the world, um, this crazy world that we live in. But uh, yeah, it's, so it was just I was actually got to use your studio for a while because you were so generous as a friend. And um, I was in between places because when COVID hit, I lost my storefront. And so it was like, okay, where am I going to meet clients at? And you were so sweet to say, you can use my space. And so I started using your space and on your desk, you had like a shadow box with those two pictures of your dad Mm, in there. And every time I would go there, I would think I need to just take those (laughs) and do those for her. And, um, and she means digitalize them. Yes. Digitize them. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. So a lot of people don't understand the process of what I do. Um, so I take the pictures in the case of your pictures, I stole them. (laughs) I just stole them and I had my scanner there. So I just took them out. I kind of memorized like what they looked like in there because they were kind of like arbitrarily just stuck in yeah. there with like pens. It was cute. But um, so I scanned them and I put them back. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm just going to surprise her. Yeah, and I that was a sweet surprise. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to. I didn't even thought about it. You yeah. know, I just like, oh, those because all I think about is prints and I don't really think about it as like the digital mm-hmm. part of it, even though, you know, we post pictures all the time. But like if I want something to stay permanent in my life, I usually print it and put it somewhere. You right. Know, so. Yeah. You and I, in a way, do opposite things because I take prints and put them into digital yeah. format and yeah. you take digital pictures and put them into print yes. format. To, yeah. You know, so which both are important. Yes, though. very. Yeah. I mean, you can't have one without the other typically. Oh, I guess you could have digitals and not print them, but that's the problem. <laughs> that is a big problem <laughs> yes. because we forget about it. And even me being a photographer, I forget to print stuff. Oh, and, yeah, I'm the you worst. Know, and, and so sometimes I'll we'll have a photo session with the whole family and I forget about it. And then mm-hmm. maybe a year later, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to print that. And I'll print it and I'll just print like two or three out of the whole thing, you know. So that's yeah. why I'm like when people want 30 to 50 images, I'm like, but what are you really going to do with all those? Like, yeah, it's almost just like a, a temporary fix of happiness when you're looking at them and then mm-hmm. it disappears. Yeah. I mean, prints are definitely important because who knows? I mean, the Internet could just go away. I don't know how all that works. Yeah, but who knows? Um, yeah. And, you know, computer hardware fails. Um, and the, the flip side of that is that pictures get damaged. Prints get damaged. Um, and so that's what I do. I take the pictures, put them in digital format, and then I do all my retouching digitally. Um, there are rare times when I will work on the picture um the original. Um, it's just, it's so scary. (laughs) And I won't even touch one unless we have a really good archive or archival quality digital of Mm -hmm. it. Um, because you never know what can happen. Like people bring me stuff that's stuck to glass and I can work with it like that. And a lot of times they're fine with that, but other times they're like, I really want the original to get unstuck. So, you know, I'm like, okay, but sign this waiver (laughs) because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And uh, And they do get stuck to glass. And that's why I try actually, when I print for my clients, I print it on a thicker paper so that they don't have to use glass. Because, yeah, I tell them, you know, eventually the glass will, eventually it will. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get moisture, humidity in the air. Yeah. um, and it also depends on the type of glass that you use. If you're doing professional framing, um, your odds are better of not yeah. having them stick. And, you know, I, the prints that we do as professionals through our labs um, are very good quality. 
Um, it's one thing that you and I do have in common is we care so much about the quality of the prints mm -hmm. for our clients. Yeah, wanting to last forever. Exactly. Not just, you know, I actually had a client the other day text me that one of the prints she she printed with like, I don't know where she printed it at, but it broke, you mm -hmm. know? And so it, so she wanted me to send her the digital again because she didn't have the digital anymore mm -hmm. yeah, so see, that she could print lost. it again. And so I was, I offered to print it for her, but she just wanted to do it again. So I was like, okay, but it's probably going to do the same thing, you know? Yeah. 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 And everything I print, I mount onto artboard. Um, and that way it's sturdy because you see all these old pictures and the ones that aren't on that like sturdy kind of cardboard backing, mm -hmm. um, they usually don't last. Yeah. You know, they're crumbling, they're brittle, they break. Um, but the ones on those cardstock have lasted, yeah. which is, yeah. You know, usually, why so if it's a large print, I, I will print on Maisonite. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, just yeah. Like forever. And then I put a coat over it. Yeah. So like the UV like, yeah. cluster coating. Yeah, yeah. I do the same so thing. So it's too. like forever and ever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm, so glad that you and I met and that we've had this amazing friendship and, you know, you've helped me through so much. I know this is kind of a different route that I go on for the, the episodes. Typically, you, you, usually we're just focusing more on the picture and the stories behind the picture. But, you know, you don't have stories of your dad. And, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate, but all you can do is appreciate the people in your life, um, you know, and make your own stories. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's so hard growing up without your parent, yeah. but you know, we, we make it and it kind of makes us stronger in a way. I mean, not that we'd wish it on anybody, but, um, I feel like it's really helped us be the strong, independent women that we are. And I try. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sometimes I crumble. <laughs> Everybody does. Everybody does. No, you're, I know you're an inspiration to a lot of people because oh, thank you. I know. And then they don't see the struggles and how hard it is. And cause you do so good at like putting on this professional image and front and, you know, it's, it, you're always so professional. Like that's one thing about you. That's just amazing to me. You know, you're, you're always just like every aspect of your life. You're just, it, you like live and breathe your business. You know, you're, oh, I sure do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. I feel like I'm obsessed sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, that's how you know it's your passion. Yeah, you know. I mean, true. and it's like everywhere I go, I'm like, ooh, look at those old pictures. Oh, old cameras. You know, and it's yeah. just, and like with you, I'm sure it's like, ooh, can I fit a baby in that? <laughs> you yeah, know? like you yeah. see baskets and things like that, and just networking. We're constantly, you know, being a business owner. It's you have to constantly hustle. Yes. And, you know, networking, I'm not nearly as good at networking as you are. Um, plus, I live out of town, so it's a little bit harder for me. But Oh, and taxes, that's the worst part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's one of the, the I mean, I necessary love taxes. evils. Yeah, I totally taxes. love paying all my taxes. But um, it's just one of those things that we have to deal with and trade for working for somebody else. Um, I mean, honestly, if I were to have a full-time quote unquote, regular job, like, and have to ask off for work. I just, I don't want that in my life. And yeah. for some people, the job stability is wonderful. Oh, yes. And it gives them yeah. such a peace of mind. Yes. They have a retirement, they have a plan. Yes. And that's great. Yeah. That's how my husband is. I'm just not yep. built like that. I'm he an entrepreneur. My yeah. kids are entrepreneurs. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel bad that I gave them this bug, you know, but they're, and I'm so proud of them already because they just, I know they're going to do amazing things. And um, my youngest, she already wants to 
work with me someday and mm -hmm. she loves editing pictures and learning. And, um, you know, I used to have a business where I made jewelry and my oldest, she loves making jewelry, you know? And mm -hmm. so it's, it's cool that they pick up on the things that their parents are interested in, but also I think they're just genetically predisposed to yeah. gravitate towards because your boys are very artsy and like musically yeah. inclined. Yeah. I would say they both are, but it, you know, they're so different from each other that mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, I don't know what they'll do in the future, you know, um, hopefully something that they love. So, right. you know, it's always sound like if you are just not loving it, it's okay. You can quit and start something else different, yeah. you know, but always follow your dreams. So and I would say that in a nutshell, follow your dreams yes. and follow what you love. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always easy, but it's worth it, you know, especially if you stick to it and you're really disciplined and dedicated. And honestly, that's the best thing you can do for them as a parent. Or the best thing we can do for our kids is to just encourage them to embrace who they are. Um, you know, times are changing. And it's when we grew up, it was like, you grow up, you go to college, you get a job. Like that was pretty much what we were taught. You know, it was yeah. just like, do this, this, and this. You know, it was just like a, I don't, can't, it was just normalized that way. Yeah, and, and it's like, you have to go to school and you have to go to college and you have to get a job. Mm -hmm. And, and none of that ever sounded appealing to me. Yeah. I mean, I knew that I was like, well, one day maybe I'd love to work for a magazine. And I've done that. And now I know that, you know, that's not, yeah. For me, you know, and it was great and it was great experience. And, you know, you and I both worked for uh, Waco and Magazine for a while. Um, you got me started there as a photographer because I was looking for some extra work. And, you know, it was a great experience. It was great practice to constantly have to go to different locations with different lighting. And yeah, you it's have fun. To, it's fun. It's fun. And yeah. you have to always just adapt, you know. But um, I don't remember if, we printed those pictures for your dad. I'm shifting gears again, but because you already have the prints. So I think I just sent you the digitals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, the good thing is, is you have the originals and they are in good shape. They didn't really need much um, work. It was just a little bit of fading. But yeah, me personally, I kind of like the vintage look that old pictures have. Yeah. Um, and it's just one of those things that, you know, most people have boxes of photos like I mean I mine are an unorganized mess <laughs> you know I'm slowly chipping chipping away at it and you know periodically the girls and I will go through them and just get rid of the ones that really don't matter like we were on a vacation you know a trip or something to the zoo and we have pictures of <laughs> tigers and giraffes and it's like yeah. great but like what am I going to do with these you know if my kids aren't in it or yeah. family's not in it or if it's not you know something that was just a really cool memory like um of a place that we went to you know just just get rid of those and you know just kind of whittle it down and get it to a more manageable state um because that's the biggest struggle with what I do is just getting people to go through their pictures i've never met a person that's not like oh my gosh i need to get some pictures to you, but the follow through is so hard because yeah. you have to take the time to sit down, go through pictures and it's, it's emotional usually, you know, and it's, it's overwhelming. And, um, so I just hope that we can get through to people how important, um, not only prints are, but also making sure that they're preserved in both formats. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, now that I've done pictures for you and you've seen my work, um, is there anything you want to say to people that are considering getting restorations done? Um, y'all can cut this awkward pause out. <laughs> yeah, just basically, is there anything that you would say to people who are considering having restoration work done that have a lot of pictures at home? Yeah, I would say uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> advice do it now um if i mean if they don't really want to go through them and i've seen you go through a lot of mm -hmm. boxes of pictures yeah, i'll and, do it for you and <laughs> fix it and everything you know yeah. so even if they don't want to go through all of them i like they can just bring them to you and and just drop the boxes off like i've yeah. seen people do that and that one time they showed me like boxes and boxes of yeah pictures. i was opening the shelves <laughs> and you were like this is one client and i was like yes um yeah. and it was just boxes upon boxes. And um, what that client was doing wasn't restoring. They were just digitizing. Mm -hmm. They were doing a bulk yeah. digitizing job. Yeah. And then they'll go through them because it's much easier to just click next. Yeah. You know, and whenever you find one that you are like, ooh, that's a really cool picture. I want to get that one printed or restored. Then you can just drag it into a folder mm -hmm. or, you know, copy it and put it into its own separate folder. And then it's more manageable. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, if they don't really want to do it, they can, they can pay you to do it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Very, very true. Um, and hopefully as our, you know, my kids get older, they'll be my, my scanners because <laughs> it is time consuming. Um, but, you know, it's something I just kind of chip away at while I'm editing and just kind of do it on the side. But yeah. 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 Well, I'm so glad that I got to do those pictures for you and that yeah. as unfortunate as it is that we have it in common to have lost a parent at the age that we did, um, it's really brought us closer as, as friends. And um, yeah, just want to make sure that people understand the importance of photos. Um, and I always end with this quote because I just feel like it's so important and impactful. And that quote is, if you don't think photos are important, wait until they're all you have left. Hey, thanks for joining me on Photographic Memories. To see the images we discussed in this episode or any of the photos I've restored, go to revisionphotorestoration.com or find us on Facebook at Revision Photo Restoration or on Instagram at Revision Photo. You can find Photographic Memories anywhere you get your podcasts or on roguemedianetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.